Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. La, 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 wait till I give my money right with retirements that nobody believes and pre-planned contractual rematches, the heavyweight titles are off the shelf for all three fighters for the next year. So what do the top contenders do? Sit around and wait, or do they get busy and make noise? Tonight, we see Joe Joyce return after a year away. Barring a catastrophe, the opponent in front of him is perfect for a viral moment. Elsewhere, a huge step up in the super bantamweight division for Jason Cunningham against the former two-weight world champion in Zelani Tete. Be a challenging fighter, a good one to, um, especially since I haven't fought for a year, uh, as a like kind of warm up for like the things to come. And Joyce is teeing up at Steve Gray, steps in and stops it. The whole training camp was um, geared around fighting Joseph Parker, but last minute changes can, um, you know, I can adjust. But he's setting his feet and letting his hands go. These two training. I can just sit back and wait and, until I get my shot. But I want to stay active, put on a good performance and display for the fans. Stop! Hammer time! Go. And Christian Hammer is on the rampage! And that right hand has done real damage! First fight back. Hammer's a tough guy. We know he's going to come to fight. Hammer is encouraged by that. David Price is ready to go. And David Price is out on his feet. And Joe needs to get this out of the way. He needs to look good and make a bit of a statement. It's going to be uh, an exciting fight. There's going to be lots of bombs traded and thrown with two big guys. Joyce just looking to tee off now, chopping down with that right tackle. He's unsteady here. I'm going to fight Christian Hammer and then there'll be plenty of better fights out there. I just fight whoever's in front of me and Christian Hammer is in front of me so I'm not going to overlook him because he's a, you know, only takes one punch in heavyweight boxing. Have a time. Joe Joyce is really one of the wild cards of the heavyweight division at the moment alongside the American Deontay Wilder and yes Christian Hammer his opponent tonight has been in with some of the great modern heavyweights but this is a banana skin for Joe Joyce. It's almost a step down for him, Adam, because he did go through the, the gears. He's 13 fights into his pro career. He's 35 years old. He got the Commonwealth belt in four fights. But this is a fight which must he must win and win convincingly to keep himself in that position that if Tyson Fury doesn't come back, he could potentially get an opportunity to fight the winner of Usyk 
and Joshua. He's that far up the rankings with all the governing bodies. Rank number one with the WBR, number two with the WBC. I know that you've referred to this one as a banana skin, but you can't see anything else other than a Joe Joyce victory tonight. He's a 50-1 to on favourite. Look, it depends which Christian Hammer turns up. He's called Hammer, but of course, he's out of Romania. His name is Chochan originally. He's based in Germany. He pulled off what would be called an upset five years ago when he stopped David Price, if you remember. He was the underdog that night and wasn't expected to win. Joe Joyce has been in Las Vegas. I've spoken to him recently with Ishmael Salas. He takes it seriously, a guy who's been in China to practice being a Shaolin monk, remember? In Brazil to learn capoeira. He's been to Cuba to train with the Cuban Olympic team. We know that he should have won gold in Rio in 2016 and should have got the nod over Tony Yoka. But the great thing about Joe Joyce, he's a slow starter, but he's a juggernaut of a finisher. And he needs to finish this guy tonight, not let him prance around. Round. depends which hammer turns up tonight but I fear it's the one that's not sharpened but the one that's blunt for the crowded tonight because I think Joe Joyce will make easy work of it on the Anthony Joshua uh, takeaway this week obviously he's, he's, he's saying all the right things and all the noises that he's making, I've been thoroughly impressed with. But the most impressive thing that I've taken away from Joshua is that he said quite blatantly, these are just words. These are just words that I'm saying to you. I've said these words before and things haven't necessarily played out. When the first bell goes on August 20th, you're going to find out. You're going to find out the truth. You're going to find out whether I did learn from the first fight, whether I have taken on board the instructions of Robert Garcia and whether we're going in the right direction. And that's the key thing for me. He seems to be at peace with the first fight. He seems to be... He seemed to have, 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 have written a line underneath it where he's gone, I made a mistake, I got that wrong, and I now know, I now know what I need to do to go and get Absolutely, it right. Absolutely, because he's got an opportunity to show what he can do and what he is, as opposed to dancing and prancing around and showing what he isn't. Look, it doesn't matter in my view whether he goes out on his shield and he gets knocked out in seven or eight rounds in a blustering fight with punches thrown and exchanges because he will have gone in there and given his all. He doesn't feel like he produced his all last time and he let the other guy dictate him. It was a long-awaited professional debut and I think he'll be very pleased with it. He got his opponent Aaron Vernoga out of there in around about a minute and Vernoga had taken this at short notice, 1-0, made his debut just a couple of weeks ago against a uh, a fighter of no great repute, so it was a fairly easy opening for Fletcher, who looks a little bit rushed at times, a little bit overeager, which is completely understandable. But he's six foot seven, he's a southpaw, he's still only 20. He weighed it at 14 stone, one for this one, so he's kind of growing into cruiserweight. And there were plenty of people after his signature, from what I understand. And when you see a debut and you see a fighter win and you see the promoter, particularly somebody like Frank Warren, who's been around this for an awfully long time, up out of his seat, reaching through the ropes to, to touch gloves with this fighter, it tells you something, doesn't it? And I think that they quite fancy him. I think this Queensbury Promotions outfit really do fancy Fletcher. And with the tips behind him, yeah. it'll be very, very interesting to see how far he can go. But that is... That is some accolade, isn't it? He's got the power of Deontay Wilder with a higher <laughs> ring IQ. I mean, imagine how far that could take you. The fight was made. His lawyers drafted the contracts. Eventually, it was all sorted out. 
and it was due to be signed that day, but he said he got, he said the deal was done. I still got the text, I just showed you. He yeah. said the deal was done, um, but he received a better offer. So he didn't even come back to us and said, I've had this offer. And I don't know what they could offer him anyway, because they can't offer him Joe Joyce. Joe Joyce is the number one. He can only fall fighting with us. So the, I don't know what he's better offer is. is uh, since then, I've had a few texts from him, and I've made it very clear. The only way to fight happens if it's on a Queensbury show and it's on BT. And that's it. It's not about politics or nothing. It's about the fact that Joe has a contract with us and with BT, and that's where the investment has been made by us. So why am I going to be getting involved with a New Zealander? He's not even a British fighter. I mean, we're in, we're in the, the business of Joe Joyce. Why would I be contemplate that, it's ridiculous. And if he really wanted to fight, what did he go across the road for? We're about to take this fight, but let me ask you, um, Joe Joyce really does, rather like Daniel Dubois did against Trevor Bryan, puts himself very much in the in the waiting room, if you like, for um, the outcome, if Tyson Fury doesn't come back, of Alexander Usyk and Anthony Joshua. Well, please God he gets through the fight tonight, yes. but he's the mandatory number at WBA, and, and uh, Daniel's, oh, sorry, the WBO, and Daniel's the, the, what they call their heavyweight champion, WBA. They will both, they will, both those titles will have to have a mandatory, so they're in the best position. That's where they are. And if anybody wanted to try and grab Joe Joyce's position, then you go and fight him, like this fella's doing tonight. I mean, to be quite honest, we weren't, we didn't want to be doing this fight tonight. We, when we was at Wembley, it was agreed that Park would fight on the second. Well, we, we spoke got, to you about it that we, night on the broadcast. Then we got all yeah. that nonsense yeah. afterwards about the trainer's wife's having a baby, can't fight, which is, but, you know, please got Andy Lee's wife, and they've had the, it's all gone successful. But yeah. I've never heard of that excuse ever. We get all different ones. That was a new one. Oh, goodness me. Well, there's a terrific shot in the opening round, and that's hurt him. Well, Mark Chamberlain makes a real statement. Obviously, I've got a tough opponent. He's never been stopped. So it'd be a great statement to get the stoppage. And knocked Vidal rocks him onto his heels, those knees dipped, he very nearly went down, a left hand to the side of the head, a left hand straight down the middle, the Chamberlain is on the brink here. I think I've seen enough in this contest, I think Vidal, Vidal has been taking far too much punishment, he's not going to win, and as I say that, Chamberlain works the body, and the head, he's got Vidal on the ropes here. The winner, by unanimous decision, and now the IBF European lightweight champion, Mark Chamberlain! It was a good, controlled, mature, accomplished display. We've spoken a lot in the last two or three rounds, rightly, I think, about the situation around the, the visitor, because we never want to see anybody get hurt. But that was a good performance from the home fighter. Real good performance. Great great performance there from Chamberlain. He's, he, you know, he showed his development. He's coming through, showed the experience there. Lasted the 10 rounds well, dominated the 10 rounds, won every round convincingly kept the space, you know, controlled the space as well, driving the left hands through the middle, putting the combinations together, working on the inside, working off the ropes, ticked all the boxes. I was quite relaxed, I think. I weren't looking for the stoppage, and obviously I've got a lot of support here, so I didn't want to let that be a distraction for me. Uh, I just got in there and done what I had to do.
wandering along the back corridors and this big steel bar came out. It wasn't, it was Dean White's arm. It grabbed me around the neck. I haven't seen him for ages. You know what a towering giant he is. He's lurking in the shadows at the back in the of the shadows, hall. Man, just <laughs> watching an excellent fight. That was a really good fight. Like, I don't. I know the guy's Chamberlain. Is Mark Chamberlain? Is it? Yeah. Excellent win for him. Congratulations. And the guy he fought was very, very durable. You know, it was a really interesting, entertaining fight for fans at home. If you like a good old swing up and a punch up, we've got to give his dancing partner a lot of credit also because he played his part in it tonight. And it was a very interesting fight. George was here talking about it, and he was saying how good the fight was going to be. And every round was entertaining because I was like, oh, whoa, yo, you know that? And uh, it was it was on the, on the brink because he was swinging, and Mark was smart enough to evade and he was. use his feet he when was. he needed to, and done the right stuff. But also, it's an old boxing saying, I think his corner were too brave for him after round eight because yeah. he took a lot of punishment. But I say he had La Guerra on the back of his shoulder. He really was uh, a warrior. Dean. You're big in the boxing world. Um, I've got to ask you, um, obviously Dillian was out on April the 23rd against Tyson Fury. What are the soundings? Is he back in Portugal? Is he plotting a new move? Of course. He's back, man. If you watch the Instagram, he's back. Um, you know, he's physically and mentally back. Mentally is the most important thing because coming from those kind of losses, some people never come back from those kind of losses. But Dillian's proven time and time again that he's the man that can come back from devastating loss and come back with even a bigger bang. So, you know, he's there, he's plotting, he's rearing, and he is looking for great opposition and good dancing partners to go and showcase and do his stuff again and make the steps to come back to fight for a world title again. Listen, you're six foot six, 260 pounds, I think, maybe a little About 300, more. sorry. All right, 300. Time. Your biggest disappointment in 2022 for me is not seeing Dean White against one of those American football players or in one of the big YouTube fights, or even against John Fury. What the hell's going oh, on? Oh, yeah, look, John was going to bash me up, remember? <laughs> it's great to see you, thanks, <laughs> But John, John's all, all good, but look, I'm working at the minute. I'm promoting my own shows and managing, and everything's going nice. At the minute, I'm working on the business side of things and less fighting. But you know that, like, if they want to spar sometimes, I'm in the gym, but I'm just trying to purr under the radar and get my work done and do good shows for the fighters that I'm building. So when they get the opportunity to fight on TV and terrestrial TV and broadcasters, they're going to come and do really good things. And it, it would show my faith I put in those guys. So that's it. It's all good. We're just working. An avoided man indeed. Oh, and that's the reason why. Goodness me, first punch of the fight. And it's all over. He's knocked him unconscious. Extraordinary shot. From Zelani Tate. Whatever punches I'm throwing when I'm when I'm chopping the tree, that's exactly the intention that I have when I will be throwing punches uh, against Jason Kenning. There's another one to the body and he wins when that went in and he's down on the ropes again and he simply cannot take the body shots from Jason Cunningham. I do generally believe I'm gonna beat him. I believe it's my time. You know, everything happens for a reason and we're here at Wembley Arena. Just just feel it's my time, I'm ready to go. Cunningham, he just got caught on his way in and the legs just betrayed him. That has done him some real damage. Left hand high on the head there from Tete, followed by another left. And Cunningham is in desperate trouble here. He's trying to hold on and then he's flattened by a big left hand there from Delaney Tete. The referee waves this one over immediately. Cunningham is flat on his back. Your winner by way of knockout, firearm, Zolani, last born Tete. It's sad to see this run as European champion for Cunningham come to an end. The underdog who never gave up hope is tattooed on the front of his chest and that is 
so appropriate because he toughed it out through a lot of lean years when he couldn't really get fights and he was always in the away corner he always getting short notice so to have won that European title is a fantastic achievement and this is the third defence we'll see what happens with him from this point on but I'm very interested to see what happens with Zolani Tete because Adam was talking about the world scene at the start there and could Cunningham take his place on it if he managed to get the win well we've got someone here who is proven at world level at lower weights and now he's stepping up to super bantamweight and he has just done a job on the European champions fence yeah he certainly has I mean that was a first-class performance there from Teddy showed that he's still world-class and I said that you know he was very big for Superfly he was very big for a bantamweight moving up to super bantamweight would probably only better him as a fighter at 34 years of age you know it's difficult to keep getting your body down to that weight and Teddy looks superb there from the opening bell he controlled the space he found the range with a jab early the timing was great Cunningham was just circling around the, the perimeter of the ring, just looking for an opening, but Tetti never gave him any. Tetti was just setting the traps, and when he saw his chance there in the fourth round, beginning of the fourth round, he executed the brilliant finish. He landed a good hook over the top, the straight cross through the middle, had Cunningham down and in serious trouble, but that finish was world-class. This is why this man is a two-weight world champion and could, guys, possibly go on to win a third world title at Super Bantamweight. That was world class. The performance was world class. I know that we're going to talk about the finish. It was the patience. It was the posture. It was everything about the first couple of rounds was was just levels above his opponent tonight. That is my goal to become a three-weight world champion. You know, yes, people were talking. They were saying Uzulani is finished, Uzulani is done. But I knew that deep down in my heart, I, I still have this. You know, I was born for this sport. Yes, I lost against Casimero, but I knew that once I step inside the square ring again, Uzulani will be Zulani and he will be live again. And that's exactly what happened today. Is Super Bantamweight actually better for your body? Because I remember always marvelling that you made Super Fly. Yes. Is it, can you eat stuff now? I can eat everything that I want. It's, in fact, while I was preparing, I was eating everything that I wanted to eat. I was eating everything that I wanted to eat. So I'm back to eating normally now. All the stuff that I want, the beggars, you name them. And you are still a shining example to everyone in East London and, and in, in South Africa. Um, and, and you're still helping all the kids in the gyms, yeah? I'm still helping the kids, especially the young boys and the up-and-coming uh, amateurs and, 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 and new pros. I'm helping everyone because I want them to reach this stage. I know it's not easy to get opportunities, but I believe once they focus in training and, and, and they believe in the sport of boxing, they can do better than me. Become a big fan favorite. You're basing yourself over here. You're with Mark Tibbs yes. as your trainer. Um, look, let me ask you. Um, they, they've announced today that, that, that there's going to be a big press conference for Clarissa Shields and uh, Savannah Marshall, Alicia Baumgartner, we believe, and Michaela Mayer. We're going to be fighting each other on that card for three belts. What's happening with you? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. At the moment. Well, um, I know I just had this conversation, this, this question the other day. Honestly, I'm just waiting. You know, as you know, I've moved my whole life over here from Australia. Um, Eddie did say that I was going to be out in the summer. We've got two months left of summer. So I'm just waiting for him to tell me. You know, I'm getting prepared. I'm in the gym with Mark. We're training like I'm fighting in August, end of August, um, because that's what was said. So I'm just waiting and hopefully that fight date comes soon. Because, you know, I'm not here, as you know, I'm not here to stuff around. So I'm looking forward to getting out, you know, by, by August, September the latest. Have you still got a deal with Eddie Hearn? Yes, yes, I do. Sir. So, We're so let me posit this with you. August the 20th, Saudi Arabia, women's fight on the card. Did you ask him about I did. that? I did. You know what? I mentioned it. I did mention it. I thought that Saudi would, you know, we need to also promote women's boxing in Saudi. I think it's really important for women empowerment, especially in that country, you know. I have mentioned it. I think what better fight, what better women do you want on that kind of card to represent, you know, female boxing and really, you know, bring some, you know, value to that card. So I have mentioned it, but it's not going to happen. So, you know, maybe one day. Because Takam has got caught. He does exactly that at the start of the round. Catches Takam with a lovely one-two. And Joyce just looking to tee off now. It's going to be an exciting fight. There's going to be lots of bombs traded. I think he's going to be throwing some some heavy lever over the top. Christian Hammer is on the rampage and David Price is out on his feet. Hammer's a tough guy. We know he's going to come to fight and Joe needs to get this out of the way. He needs to look good and make a bit of a statement and get it, you know, and get over it. Joyce is teeing off and Steve Gray steps in and stops it. He may not look the prettiest boxer to watch, but if he was looking for the makeup of a great heavyweight, he's someone who's got all the ingredients there. I think Joyce can go all the way and fight for any of the world titles and probably win one. He's a big, strong juggernaut. Joe Joyce, Christian Hammer, needs a big performance tonight, Joe, to make the noise. He does. We're in the situation with the landscape of the heavyweights at the moment. You know, winning and just labouring a win would not be good enough for Joe Joyce. Yes, he's got those that ranking or whatever, but it's all about making a statement. People expect him to get Christian Hammer out of there, possibly inside six or eight rounds. He needs to do that. He needs to go out there, blast him out of there and look good in doing it. You know, we're at that, we're at that stage at the moment with these heavyweights. So many good young heavyweights coming through. There's a lot of heavyweights 
at the top as well. It's, you know, the top 10, if you look through the division, Adam, at the top 10 of the heavyweights, you've even got fighters like Frankie Sanchez, you know, the Cuban out there who's 20 and 0 at the moment. Fighters like that. There's a, there's a gulf of good contenders out there at the moment. So Joe Joyce has to make a statement. It's important here that he goes out there and gets the job done and does it in style. But this is a guy who's done nothing wrong. He wins the Commonwealth belts after four fights. He's beaten the ex-WBC world champion for Main Stavern in fight eight. Oh, no, all right, Stavern was 40-odd. He's beaten Daniel Dubois, stopped Carlos Takam. He's done brilliant things. He should be screaming from the rafters. If Tyson Fury, and, and also getting under Tyson Fury's skin, you're not the champion anymore. You're the champion who retired. Give me the belt, give me the fights. I, I'd love to see Joe Joyce and, uh, and Deontay Wilder, by the way. For me, that is a brammer of a fight. Rank number one with the WBR, number two with the WBC. I know that you've referred to this one as a banana skin, but you can't see anything else other than the Joe Joyce victory tonight. He's a 50 to 1 on favourite. Depends which hammer turns up tonight, but I fear it's the one that's not sharpened, but the one that's blunt for the crowd here tonight, because I think Joe Joyce will make easy work of it. He is the juggernaut, isn't he? Like, he just non-stop, <laughs> like the guy's a machine. Well, so he's a, yeah, he, I think he'll be Joe Joyce all night. I think he's winning by knockout. I think he's going to could do it in the first couple of rounds. Um, Hugh Fury stopped him and he's not a big puncher, so I think Joe can do it. I think if he goes in there to, to knock him out, he will knock him out early doors, but I think if he goes in there to try and box and just try and play it safe, then he'll go for the points, because he can box and he can fight. He, he's on a streak, so I'll go Joyce. I think Joyce could beat AJ. I don't think he's going to beat AJ. AJ now, I think Joyce could beat AJ. Again, there followed by a right. He's complaining that it was round the back of the head. Bahama takes a knee over on the far side of the ring. You've got to give him credit here for continuing, Hammer. Left to the body again was absolutely horrendous. And Victor Lockland just waves it off as soon as that left landed. You could just see the look on his face there, Hammer. He's down for the third time in the round and he's been absolutely brutalized in that fourth round in the first half of it there, Christian Hamill. Your winner by way of technical knockout, Joe, the juggernaut, Joe! There you go, Joyce stops. Christian Hammer surrendered there. He gave all, I, I, don't mean, I don't mean that in a rude way. He gave all he had to give in that fourth round. He did the old pros thing going on his knee a couple of times to gather himself, to get in the corner, to counter punch. Joe Joyce, I'm telling you, with Wilder, said it at the top of the show, is the dark horse of the division. It's an amazing fight. If they can make him versus Wilder, that is absolutely captivating because I have, I've watched so many Joe Joyce fights now. In particular, the Takam fight still rings around in my head. I sat here and watched six rounds of him against Takam last year and shots were just pinging off his head. Clean shots, shots that knock out horses. Absolutely, he just ate them up. Juggernaut is the perfect nickname for this guy because you, he, Gareth just summed it up there. He knows who he is, he knows what he wants to do, and he's not going to deviate away from that. Your opponent knows the exact same thing as well. But can you hit him hard enough 
to stop him. Nobody's been able to do that so far. No, and he's been in with some heavy-handed guys. Takam is a very heavy-handed guy, by the way, who's pushed a lot oh. of good fighters as well. He pushed Joshua. He did, he did, but he just seems to soak it up and then come back, doesn't he? I'd said you before the fight, it's always going to be exciting because of his style. He, he's relentless, he comes forward, he's got a big chin, Thank a good chin, and thank, thank God he'd take these shots, but that's what makes it so exciting. And you knew Hammer would come to fight, and you've got to give him full credit, but eventually Joe stroke Joe's strength, his desire to win wore him down, but it's exciting while it lasted. Hey, that chin of his as well. Yeah. I mean, we were just talking on the broadcast there on the desk about him and Wilder. Joe Joyce and Deontay Wilder, Joe Joyce Anybody, and Dylan White, any of them. He's got a great chin, that's, yeah. why he's, you know, that's what he is, but he's, uh, he's relentless. I think the only chance you've got to beat him at the moment is pick up your stall and hit him over the head with it, because I can't see anything else. It was really good to be back in the ring, I really enjoyed it, and um, thanks to Hammer for come, coming out here and uh, giving me a good fight, man. He hit me with some big shots and that, and it's exciting, and uh, this is why I love boxing, like, it's good to be back in the ring, and... I've had so many training camps and, and setbacks, but it's good to be back out there and firing again. When he smacks you with an overhand right straight in the middle of the face three times in the first round, what does that say in Joe Joyce's brain? Um, it kind of... Well, it, it's, it's all right. I'm, I'm used to the, the, the uh, lumps and bumps. Like, I'm a rugby player from, from back in the day, so I can take it. But um, I train so hard not to get hit, so it's... You know, it's something I need to uh, work on, like to... But, yeah, he gave it he gave it his all and hit me some good shots. I managed to weather them and it um, switched me on and I kind of got his, like, timing and see where I could, like, punch him. And and then, again, I started, like, hitting hit him with some hard shots to the body and that's, he didn't really like that. You're in a great position to challenge for the belts. Tyson Fury with the WBC title, and I know Frank promotes him as well, is saying he's going to take some time out. Should you be shouting from the rafters that you should be fighting for this belt at the moment and Tyson should let it be vacant if he's not going to come back? Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm ready for the world stage now and it's just only a matter of time till I become heavyweight champion of the world. Who are you going to fight next? Uh, we're we're going to go and um, discuss things with our, the team and Mr. Frank uh, Warren here and uh, we're going to work something out and get some good fight, exciting fights. And, and Mr. Joe Joyce will fight on the 24th of September. He will? Yeah. Yeah, so next fight scheduled 24th of September. So have so, we got any idea yet who that may be? It's going to be a top quality opponent. <laughs> Are you going to be having an art exhibition by then? I know I've been nagging you yeah. to get out there and show you what his art exhibition. Oh, do an exhibition fight. I think the capoeira afterwards is enough of an exhibition. A bit of Shaolin uh, kind of sh uh, wushu and sambo would be good. But um, <laughs> do, do you want to put yourself out there as an artist? Because you're a very fine artist as well. Yeah, it's like um, my boxing skills. I develop them and you know I keep working on them. And right now my boxing is like picking up, and that's the thing that I'm mainly focused on. But the art is still on the back burner, and um. When I get in my free time, I try and uh, keep it up. And but it's like boxing; you have to continually do it, and then you improve over time. You so, have to get into camp. Yeah, I need to get into a no paint camp. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.